This is the We Fish with Phoenix Boats podcast, built by anglers for anglers. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the We Fish with Phoenix Boats podcast. I'm your host, Tim Trockenbrook. With me, as always, is my co-host, Brian Travis. And today, in studio, special guest, Aaron Martins, three-time U.S. Open champ, three-time Bassmaster Angler of the Year, nine Bassmaster wins, one FLW win, and one BPT Stage 6 win. Did we miss them? No, you got, we got them. That's a, pretty, that's a pretty healthy resume. <laughs> oh, in the top tens, we would have been here for another hour. <laughs> um, <laughs> knocking on 100. I'd be like, I like the consistency, yeah. That's good. Almost $4 million in earnings. Yeah, that's crazy. Where did it. it all go? <laughs> that's what everybody always you, says. You got kids. That's yeah, where it that's went. What, yeah, they're getting older, too. I've, I've had to buy, I had to buy a car like uh, two weeks ago. I had to buy a car. I heard your wife one time say uh, Spencer saw you on stage at the Classic and uh, your earnings flashed up and it was like only $3 million at a time. Uh, it's like, Daddy has that much money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they used to think that way. They know better now. Yeah. Man, how you been? I'm good. I'm good. It's, we are uh, glad to have you. It's been a great ride with Phoenix. Glad to be with you guys. Knocking on uh, 10 years. Yeah. We're right at it. Well, like, I guess this is 10 years, isn't it? It probably is about 10. Yeah, I figured it was close to that. Uh, so it's been, a, it's been a while and... I'm as happy now as I was 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 when I started. So it's been a, I love the people here, and the, obviously the boat is awesome. Um, it just gets better and better. Mm-hmm. I got this new one coming. Uh, I was talking about that. Uh, uh, how am I? Nine twenty one, right? Elite. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been running a PHX nine, the twenty one PHX for uh, quite a while now. I think I've run three or four of them. You've run it since it came out, yeah. So I've had seven twenty ones, nine twenty one XP, and then I did the PHX for a while. It was an awesome boat, but. I'm actually going to go back to the smaller boat, just, um, you know, a big boat. If you're fishing big water, it's, it's incredible. It, mm-hmm. it maneuvers good. It's just, just, I, I almost went down to a smaller than that. I was thinking about the 920, but I just, I just decided to go with what I was used to before that. So, um, I'm excited about it. It's a pretty cool looking boat. I, I got to see it once and I've looked at the catalog on the online and stuff. I, I was looking at the boat, the layout of it. It's, it's a pretty boat. Mm-hmm. I have it set up and, uh, and you pick some good colors. Yeah, I did uh, the almost. I think it's three years in a row. And yeah, then, uh, charcoal, white, and black. Look, this, it's, yeah, it's clean. And this year, I went to the low pros too on the tires. I haven't tried that yet. Okay, changing it You'll up. You'll be a styling bit. and profiling in those. Yeah. They're 18s this year too. Ooh, new for 20. Yeah, they used that, to be 17s. Now they're oh, 18. Man. The tire yeah. though, it's nice. You're gonna like it. Just gotta be careful of curves, right? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe a little bit, Maybe. but it's just. <laughs> It depends if you want to live on the edge or I not. I just heard they track better and tow better, so that's something we do a lot of. They do track really nice. That's nice. Absolutely. I have a camper. I still do the camper thing. I have like a, it's called Living Light. I'm not sure they're in business anymore. I've had it for five years now. It's a, you know, slide-in camper. Mm-hmm. Got a slide on it, full, you know, queen-size bed and stuff. It's comfortable for, especially for one person. I got my tackle in it, which is the most important thing for me is having storage. So Do you have but, like a little workshop in it where you can do tackle? Like a little, I actually took, you know, nook. most of these little campers have like a nook or like a table, you know, a little dining room table, kitchen table. Mm-hmm. But uh, that thing, those things are so small. It's not like a roomy like some of the other ones, but it, it's functional. It's it's got a lot. It's got a full bathroom, shower, got a lot of storage though. And uh, but I actually made that into like a flat area because I mean we sit a lot. If you think about us sitting, we we drive a lot. Then we get in a bass boat and we graph a lot, like mm-hmm. hours and hours. You know, especially new lakes we go to I mean, you, you, you think we'd fish all the time but most of us don't do that we actually you'll see guys including me just 
graphing not fish for like an hour and then you'll fish for a little bit and kind of figure things out and then go graph more and you do a lot of like uh graphing so i actually took the took the seats out made it like a little a little nook bed kind of and i just get yeah. up on it and lay down that way i can lay down i can lay down i can uh you know and sit on, across my leg i can do a different i don't have to be restricted to this sit in a chair because mm-hmm. everybody we talk to they they all talk about you don't even sleep in it because you're up till three no, or four in the morning working. Working on tackle. yeah you're doing your food you know you make make your own yeah, my wife uh you know i got two kids so she's busy raising the kids while i'm fishing the tournaments and uh and she does a lot of food for me she actually makes probably spends a full day doing meals and actually freezes them like uh, I do all healthy food. I, I mean, I, I'm all about health. So she makes like, like we we shoot a couple deer every year, and usually that's like what I take with me a lot. It's like some dough and uh, so you I, have I, quinoa I eat, or rice. Oh yeah, I do. You like, like quinoa. Yeah, quinoa. I like all that weird stuff. My wife made some last night, and I actually it's not bad. You're hearing a lot of that. Though. Like it's like a trend: venison yeah, and elk and stuff on the tour. There's a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, well, a lot of us are hunters. And, yeah, uh, I do all the seeds. I mean, I'm really healthy. I like a lot of flax seed, hemp seed. And I do a lot of the like avocados. Usually, like they like go to a grocery store and get fresh stuff. But it's it's I try to stay healthy. And um, but we got sometimes got to cook my own meals. But it's it's you're busy getting you're busy. You're doing tackle and you're. You gotta make the lunches for the next day because you have long days. So you gotta stay fed, uh, and then I try to go for a run every day, which is it adds a little bit to it. Yeah. Half How many miles before. do you try to run a day? Uh, if I had my choice, like four or five, but even three or four is plenty for me. That mm-hmm. gets you moving. It's, I do that for all the time that we don't move. I mean, we are standing all day, but you're not moving a mm-hmm. lot. You're not. You're sitting, or like I say, graphing, or you're running to the bow and you're fishing on the trolling motor, but you're not really moving your legs like you should be. So it kind of real, basically realigns you, makes you feel better, kind of gets rid of all the kinks. Do you like to run in the morning before the tournament? <clears throat> I have. Or do you like to run after? I have done that uh, in certain situations. Um, but very rarely do I run in the mornings. We get up so early. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'd be too late. But I have done that where I get up really early, go run. run. But most of the time it's after. Usually I, I'll get some tackle done, hook my batteries up, get the boat all you know parked and stuff, and then I'll – by that time, I'm, I'm pretty. I eat all day, so I'm not hungry, and I just when I get all that stuff done. I try to run before it gets dark, before the sun sets. Do you like to run in a circle, like on a track, no. or do you like well, to go yeah. in like one big loop and see I everything mean, it's one time? I better if you could do that, but yeah. So you, you prefer to run on a track? No, no. You like running mm. in just my favorite one direction up in like Michigan or New York. They have a lot of trails you can yeah. find close to the campgrounds, but <clears throat> a lot of times you're stuck on paved roads, and, mm-hmm. and I run the shoulders a lot, but I've run. In, Almost everywhere we've been, I've, I've gone for runs. I've gotten chased by dogs, pulled over by cops. <laughs> Does anybody go with you? You get No, I can't get anybody to go with me. Yeah. I, I try, I'm trying, but yeah, I've, like I say, I've even been pulled over. I think like, Duke who's brought, this guy running out there in the middle of <laughs> I told Duke to bring his running shoes today so you guys could go Duke for runs. a few miles. Oh, I can't even move right now, dude. I've been doing, I've been doing CrossFit and running every day. So oh, I'm I do keep, like CrossFit. It's awesome. Do you? I'm keeping my body. Actually, I've been sore since November. I can, I'm not ever not sore. Yeah. So I'm pushing it to the max, but that's how, that's how I do that every year. But and CrossFit help me understand. It's every, more it's, about like reps, isn't it? Like it's a lot reps, of repetitions, a lot of cardio, and, a lot of weight cardio. Like yeah. you see, you're not lifting a lot of weight, but you're lifting. You lose a lot of balls, kettlebells. Uh, you do pull ups, uh, a lot of push ups, like burpees. And it's not put. You don't do a traditional push up. You mm-hmm. got lift your hands up, for instance, when you yeah. hit the floor, and then kind of push yourself. It's all fast. Yeah. Which is really good for fishing. It's actually a perfect workout. I kind of done it before I did the class. My wife's been going for a year now, 
and uh, just her shoulders and stuff. I was like, dang, you're getting strong. <laughs> she's <laughs> better like, not they, mouth they, off. Yeah, they say that she's an animal there at the gym. She's yeah. actually got the gym membership. She got a just a few months ago. She got the. No, it's a it's a big gym. There's a lot of people there. She actually got the athlete or uh, gym member of the month. You ever gonna try out for American Ninja Warrior? No, until oh, I, I hurt myself. Man, I can't. I like to move like that. Yeah, that's why I like, I like the trail run. It's my favorite thing to do. Is the speed and and you have to kind of agility, I guess, jump right. on rocks and stuff. That's my favorite thing to do. And but I don't, I don't have time for that. So I want to go back earlier. You were talking about your diet, eating healthy and stuff like that. And you mentioned hemp seed in there. That's a good one. What, yeah. what is protein. obviously that's a big craze going on across the country right yeah. now. And hemp seed. I've, I've heard a lot of people saying these the oil, CBD oil, and stuff like yeah. that help them sleep. You know, do you find that there are um, things like that? Do you take it to, to help you with sleeping or relaxing mm-hmm. or anything? Or what? What Probably, is the point? I mean, I've heard a lot about that. I haven't tried the oil. Uh, the hemp seed just uh, seeds. Uh, okay. On the how, but it's really high protein for what it is. A lot of good fat in it, and like the flax seeds got some benefits. Like my wife researches a lot of it, and I yeah. I do too. Sometimes that she does a lot more. Like if, if there's something that comes out, she'll heavily research it, and she's actually hooked me up on a lot of this stuff that. That works really well with fishing, and I balance. You know, I, I have to get to learn the amounts you put in it. I do a lot of shakes on tour, yeah, and I'll do sandwiches or fresh fruit too. But I do a lot of just shakes because I can drink them quick, and they're, mm-hmm. everything's in there, so mm-hmm. you can take two big bottles with you. That's good for the day. And uh, I've had to like, like take stuff out or or add maybe a little more of this one, less of this one. Some are really potent, strong. Maybe almost can get gain weight on. You you want to keep that balance where you're kind of get enough fat and protein and carbs where you're, if you do too much and you're not moving enough. So even that's been our problem, bro. <laughs> we got the mixture <laughs> off. That's a lot of problems. A lot of people, my, my, yeah, my brothers too. Uh, there it's, so there's a balance there. Like certain tournaments, if, say we're fishing a spawn tournament, it's kind of like low pace, you know, fish are on beds and you're fishing really slow. You're kind of like more worm fishing, maybe a, Soft jerk bait, you know, Senko, stuff like that. It's a lot slower pace. Uh, I'll take out a lot of carbs, uh, keep the protein. And then uh, when it's like a more fast pace, like I've been to Gunnersville, when it's like a really good spinnerbait bite in the fall or something, and you're just all day long cranking a spinnerbait, I'll add sugars, or I, I do a lot of honey. And uh, one of the other things I do is uh, I don't eat regular sugar at all. I just yeah. eat fruit and stuff. I have like natural sugars or honey I use. Uh, but I do a lot of uh, a lot of spices too, a lot yeah. of peppers, habaneros, and I do I go through cayenne pepper like crazy. Like I, go I've never it. heard someone base their food around their fishing style. I put on cayenne pepper on everything. I stay crazy. away from the dyes and stuff. Yeah, I don't yeah. do anything unnatural. Uh, the cayenne pepper though, is, I've been doing that for over ten years now. It's it seems to be one of the better things I do. Everything I do is a cayenne pepper. When you just, just mix it in with stuff, burns fat, helps your blood system. Your hmm. Cardio, your it's heart, your heart. And we better all that. get us a jar. Yeah, I think your little blood, red blood cells, like they like it. Yeah, and it heats them up and they sweat a little bit and they work better. <laughs> <laughs> like gets them on their toes, but it does seem to work really well. I do a lot of cayenne, like a obnoxious amount. But yeah, so if you're doing, you do the shakes a lot on the water. It sounds like so. During your your fifteen minute breaks when you're out on the BPT, do you have to use that for lunch, or you're popping those shakes down every uh, time? And I mean, that's a good time. I mean, I, I love how they do it. The BPT, it's incredible. It's so nice to be able to have that time in the morning. To I think they give you a half hour normally. You know, depending on where you're at, and then you get those little breaks, forced breaks. Which you know, a lot of times I'll do a little stretch, drink, eat. Um, so you can you can actually fish a lot more with those little breaks. So usually I take a break from fishing and go down. 
And it's, it probably makes guys a little more healthy because you're doing that. Because yeah. you're forced into a break, so why not eat? So it's well, probably a better all around. And you're getting full fishing time, too, because you get to fish till lines out. Yeah. Instead of having to make, a, so, make a run oh back. Oh, man, there's a couple of tournaments. So I should go back in time it was that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, yeah, I can't. I've, I've done a lot of damage to my body coming back yeah. because you're pushing it for time. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times you stay an extra cast and you hook one or whatever happens, you're, you know, you, you leave and you got an hour run back and you're like looking at the, the miles and you know how long it takes and you're, yeah. then you have to push it. And uh, that's where all your damage comes in. Mm-hmm. So it's nice. I, I can't tell you how nice it is yeah. to be able to just cruise at easy pace back and just don't beat yourself at all. And obviously, uh, Phoenix is the best rainbow out there. I've heard people say that their boat, I don't know what boat rides better than that Phoenix, but <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, that's one of the reasons I went to 921 Elite this year is because of that. Because we don't, that, that, that 20 PHX, 21 PHX is... That's the best riding boat I've ever been. I've been on a lot of boats. That boat's incredible. I've been in old champions and stuff. It reminds me of the old champions. It's be real tippy, but they used to ride really good, like back what 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, it's been two hundred ones and long. stuff. And that mm-hmm. was a, they changed them a lot. But those were like I used to ride in those and go, God, I used to ride incredible. But this boat is like that. Yeah. And you'd be one to take notice of of little details. You're very detail specific on stuff. I do a lot of extra stuff to my boat. I'm trying to get Gary Klaus to maybe make a A-Mart package or something. <laughs> maybe if we talk about it on the radio, he'll do it. But I, I, do, I do little things that nobody else does. I, I put cushion on everything. I put it on my lids and little lure hangers and stuff. Yeah. I even put a, I mean, I do a ton of stuff. It takes me about three or four days to get my boat done. How much? How many days does it take you to get tackle ready for the year? I talked to you the other day, and you had a thousand. I had 200 hours when I started. I changed everything over this year, and I'm about halfway done. So it takes about, 200, about 200 hours this wow. year, which isn't, I haven't spent a lot of time on it. I mean, I didn't, haven't had time. Been gone in California, a few boat shows I did. I really haven't had a lot of time in between. So I really just started it this year. Yeah. But it's been, it's, it's 12, 14 hour you know, days. A lot of times I come out, come up and play with the kids a little bit. I mean, my daughter is 16. She don't want nothing to do with me right now, but that's not <laughs> I was expecting that. My boy is 12, so he's. I always want to do something with me, so I try to do as much as I can with them. And I, a lot of times, I'll go to sleep. And I'll go spend an hour or two down the garage. And right now, I'm putting everything from bags into boxes. I got a great deal from Plano. I ordered about 200 boxes, and I was expecting to pay for them. They're not a sponsor, and I actually was gonna. I needed a lot of them. I don't like the Bass Pro and <laughs> yeah. pick up 200 boxes. So I got like they. He sent me what I ordered, like uh, waterproof boxes. Oh. They are really waterproof. Those are the only ones that are really waterproof. And I was like, that's the only way I can convert all my plastics into that because I don't want anything that's not completely waterproof. The bags are going to be better if it isn't, but these are. And I've been using them for five or six years now. So I, I guess I thank the planner. They sent me like two hundred boxes, which has been a couple grand, two three thousand dollars. And I just want it for convenience to send me a big box of them. They actually gave them to me, so. How many boxes did the UPS driver drop off? Oh man, like four. My neighbor like had a big car- old, yeah, big old yeah, like big, like you can't get your arms around them, and they're, <laughs> like a Volkswagen. They were starting to tear a little bit in some places <laughs> from being mishandled. But I, my neighbor actually brought a couple over for me uh, from across street. Shipped them to the wrong. They put them at the wrong address. So I actually have been taking his trash can in the last couple of weeks. Uh, do it, return to make up for them because <laughs> he could have walked away with two grand to Plano. And he came over, just carried them over. But yeah, that's you know sixty eighty pounds awkward. Yeah. Oh yeah. Boxes. So that's been taking some time. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you can't just dump a bag of worms into a, a tray on your boxes. It doesn't mm-hmm. work that way. you got to you know, do the bottom layer and kind of make sure they're straight. Once you pack them, I've been packing stuff in boxes like worms and stuff my whole career, and mm-hmm. it works great. But these new boxes are, are way better. They're, water, like they said, waterproof, and 
once you get them packed in there, like, you know, I got a boat box that's similar to my spare box, my extra box. Mm -hmm. I carry a lot of extra stuff. So uh, once you get them straight in there, they stay straight. Now, do you like uh, having uh, a hand, do you hand write all your labels? Do you use like a machine and and do it organized? No, I use a, a, a Sharpie. Do you? Just wipe, yeah, you know, wiping down with alcohol the boxes. You get oils on from the plastics and stuff. And, uh, and so uh, you don't do the label maker. You no, just sharpie them. Just sharpie, and it rubs right off with alcohol if you need to get it off. I, I mark mine really easy. It's five inch. I can see through the lids if they're. Mm. Do you do you use color sharpies or black? Like do you mostly use color black, for worms? Mostly black. Or, okay. I have done that. Yeah, I've done that before. Different colors like hooks and weights, like red or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works too. I'm colorblind, so it doesn't work for me. So am I. All right, what colors? Same as you, red. Green and brown and all that. Really? I don't, know, I don't know what color your hat is. I don't either. What is, I don't even know what hat I got on. <laughs> it's, it's brown. It's but brown, right? Shirt's red. It could be red. It could be Bl- green. And blues and purples down. get me. Greens yeah. oh, and yeah. yellows get yeah. me. Yeah, same one. It's usually the same one. Reds, like shades of reds. Like you go to a movie theater. This is interesting for people that aren't colorblind. You go to a movie theater, especially during the day, and they have everything in that red digital. You know, the, the list of movies that have playing. Oh, yeah, yeah. You shouldn't be able to see it. Like it's that LCD screen. Yeah, it's like it's like a big screen. It's got writing on it. I, uh-huh. I can't see anything. Really? And my kids are reading it. My wife's reading it. It's like, you can't even see that. And there's nothing there, like, especially during the day. It's crazy. I struggle because I can't tell tackle like jig skirts. My wife has to sit there and I have to hold them up and she'll tell me what probably colors at, are in it. Yeah, me too. And probably at times you look at a light and you're just glad you know what what or what. what, what. Yes, if they turn <laughs> a uh, stoplight on its side, I have to ask the person uh-huh. next to me and <laughs> <that> channel buoys. <laughs> Like now I know that okay, green's on this side. They mm-hmm. have a triangle and a square top, but when they could do the white ones, oh, and they're all triangle. Yeah, that's dude, I just have to get as close as I can and hope. Me too, same way. But unless Brian's with me, then he'll I, tell me. They, I always think they should make them totally different, like yellow yeah. and black or something. So you can, maybe like put some lights on them or something. Or, I don't know. Yeah, when they do the little white ones and just put a band around it, I don't know. Me too. That's poor. But my eyes are good still. I'm I'm glad about that. I feel yeah. fortunate. So how do you organize being colorblind? I, I can see. I can kind of tell watermelon, really? green pumpkin, and watermelon. If they get mixed uh, on some baits, I, I can't tell them apart. Uh, what about the colorblind glasses? Have you tried those? No, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they're 500 bucks. I don't need those. You don't want to see the great wide world. That's probably why my my kids haven't. Got, they were teasing about that. That's probably why they didn't get a pair. 500 bucks. Dude, they're expensive. I mean, they, but you get a YouTube video out of it and two million views. So yeah, so I I use a, like a headlamp a lot. I got a really good. Like a Mac tool one. It's mm-hmm. actually I've looked at tons of headlights. This one has like nine hour battery life. It's got adjustable beam on it. So that that saves my butt. Because I can't tell you how many times I've looked at plastic and if it's not good light, I don't know if it's black, avocado, yellow. I can't tell. So, so I got a I color light app for you. What? And you point the the cross somewhere and it tells you what color it is. You see it like in black at the bottom? It says orange and brown. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. We're gonna see what it's called. Aaron's it's called a uh, colorblind pal. It says my dull red. Your skin's dull red. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, got faint orange skin. I got a little bit. Of I think that's called jaundice. I don't think that's good. <laughs> I need to seek some medical profession. After my this. left hand's dull orange, and my right one's faint <laughs> orange. That's what I was saying at first. It's, it's just fun. the one you keep next to the truck window more. <laughs> yeah. So I do want to talk, talk about something uh, before we get too far into what's going on today. You know, we've heard time and time again that it can definitely be a struggle or an obstacle to overcome being an angler coming from the West Coast yeah. and, and getting to the top tier. How how did you do that? First, I'd like to know where you started fishing, how you started fishing, and then what were any obstacles or anything that got in the way and obviously you moved to Alabama now. 
Yeah, it was really, uh, it, I knew it would be a challenge when I decided to do this for a living. Uh, I started thinking that probably when I was 16, 17. I was really into fishing. Like, I loved it. From when I was a little kid, I didn't start bass fishing until I was later, but I actually trout fished a whole bunch from when I was a little tiny, you know, baby. I used to go on trips with my family, and they'd, they got me pictures of holding a little rod with a trout on. I was like, probably couldn't talk yet. So I've been fishing my whole life, but, and backpacking, but never really, uh, Never really got into bass fishing. I never. I remember watching the fishing hole with Jerry McGinnis a lot when I was a kid. I liked that show as a kid. And uh, but it wasn't until I was probably twelve when I caught my first bass. And then from that point on, I was. I kind of fell in love with the that fish. It was a cool fish, and, and the way he acted, and when I caught him and stuff. What'd you catch on? It was a uh, Malibu Creek, you know, Malibu State Park, and it was. It used to have a a couple of lakes there. They got the lake where I caught that first bass is. Pretty much all dry now. It, mm -hmm. it hardly ever has water in it. But there's a lake above that always. Does. That's where they film mash and all that. The show mash. Um, and uh, but that little lake used to have crappie and bass in it. And I, I remember fishing for crappie and panfish. And then there was a bat. I was 12. My mom used to drop me off there. I was a, a, a premature, tall. I was a big kid too. So mm -hmm. I, I can get. And uh, usually she just dropped me off there alone. Now that the mountain lions are bad, I don't know if I'd do that. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot more mountain lions now. So I I would walk about two miles into that lake and then fish all day, and she'd pick me up in the afternoons, like oh, later in the day. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, that's what I do for fun. I, I was always around fishing. I, I, that's all I wanted to do. So uh, it was on a bed. It was cool. It was I mean, I saw it in the middle of the river, the middle of this little river part, and it was like a shiny spot. And I could see it, but it was raised a little bit, and it had a fish sitting on it. And it was a bass. I was yeah. like, oh, look at that. That's cool. So, yeah, so I actually had a, yeah, I caught a little mini jig, so I was fishing for brim. And mm -hmm. I remember seeing the cast into it, and then I saw it looking, I saw it seeing my bait, and I was like, oh, man. So I started working it, and it <laughs> didn't take long to catch it, and I had a good fight. It was like a two-pounder. That's awesome. Real pretty. Uh, I don't know if it was a black bass or Florida, but then I couldn't tell. But probably a, there's a lot of black bass in that area, northern mm -hmm. bass. So I, I landed it, and uh, no no cameras back then or anything. Obviously, I, I threw it back. Mm -hmm. and uh, But you remember it. That's what started it. That's yeah. what then I started wanting to catch more of them. And I found that like Calabasas Lake. I could ride my bike there. It was like seven miles from my mom's house where I grew up. It was seven miles across the valley. That's where the Kardashians and live and and a bunch of kind of movie stars. It's a really nice mm -hmm. area. But they have a really cool lake there. New show, fishing with Nobody the Kardashians. Fishes. Nobody fishes it. Nobody fishes Untapped. it. I, I used to go there and hide my bike and, <laughs> and I'd fish it, but I get kicked out all the time. The pumpkin mobile would call them. I had took friends sometimes. It was better to go alone. Mm -hmm. You had a better chance to keep fishing. <laughs> <laughs> if you had somebody with you, you had twice the chance of getting caught. So I used to go alone a lot. But that was I had 80 fish days in that little lake. You guys fish. whacked them out there. I, mean, when I, had, I had five fish bags at Calabasas that probably some of the biggest bags that were caught there. I hit it just right a few times. Yeah. And uh, you catch like, like 20, 25-pound bags that have it. What, what do you think your biggest bass you've ever caught is? It's 15. 15? Yeah, and it's actually, it sounds big, but really growing up on the West Coast, it's kind of like mm -hmm. getting four seconds in a classic. It's like you're bound to catch one <laughs> 17 or 18. I'll, I have friends that caught like 20s and 19s. Really? And I, I've seen, I've held a 19 before in my hand. Uh, somebody had a cast steak, and I've... His I've, name wasn't I've, Mike Long, was it? I forget who it was, but he had it at the ramp, and then he was in a way, I don't know if he kept it or not, but I got to hold it. I can't imagine it. It seeing gigantic. it. It was gigantic. And then I, I, I've I've uh, I've seen numerous like 15 and 16s in tournaments caught and I just uh, that was my biggest out of all the, I've caught a lot of big ones but never mm -hmm. caught one over 15 I've hooked them bigger a couple that were bigger than that I had one that was probably pushing 20 at Cast Steak and I I lost at the boat trying to grab it I never used net so I had I should have caught that one it was easily 20 19 or 20 pounds easy wow. what's your I, biggest five fish during your record actually. back home in California. Uh, 
in a tournament, mm-hmm. probably f- in the 40s. Good night. But I've come That's in, I've come in with 30 and been like fifth before. So I, I've been, uh, I, I tell this story once in a while. Dana Rosen and uh, I forget his partner's name, man. I was at a tournament, like, see this when they caught 65 for five. Do you remember that? It's a, I'm sure it's a world record still, but that That's was it was a foggy morning at Lake Casitas, and we came in. I had like 35 pounds, thinking I'd have a chance to win, mm-hmm. but everybody caught him that day. It was at Casitas, and they had 60, like 64 or 65 pounds. Where that winning, whatever the world record Golly. is, that's crazy. I watched him pull all those fish out. <laughs> yeah, he was a friend of mine, so I was just like, I mean, everybody's jaw was. What did that catch it on? Was it a big uh, swimbait? No, I'm not sure. I think uh, I should remember. I mean, most likely it was probably a swim bait. Because mm-hmm. they, they, that lake was really, when they were on the swim bait there, that was incredible. You catch like, you get 20 bites a day on a big bait. Yeah. Roman May just came out. Did you see their new one they just came out with? It's mm. a 16 oh. incher now. Well, they had that gigantic one. I don't yeah. Think it's like it. 900 bucks. Yeah, it's like this big. Mm-hmm. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah, I held one in Japan. Centurion or, cent- I think that's what it's called, a Roman made Centurion. Anyway, you got to have a $1,000 rod and a $1,000 bait, no reel yet. No, two thousand dollars. I I, uh, I held that bait. I got a picture with it. It's it's uh, it's. I forget what they call it too, but it's a gigantic mm-hmm. for sure. It's too big for. It's just a kind of a something to put on your table. They bite it though. Cast, yeah. You know, if you threw it uh, somewhere where they stock trout, even out here, sometimes the fish come up and bite at it. Yeah. So how did you get from riding your bike down to the lake? Oh, it was it was a, a city lake. It was right by the one hundred and one freeway. So it was a straight ride from my house. It was a. It was pretty easy, right? I used to yeah. do it a lot. I'd hide my I'd hide my bikes in the bike in the in the bushes. I'd had different spots. Did you just walk around the around the outside? Yeah, edge? but you, you, had in, a, you had places that you've after a while you figured. And then I got threatened if I they caught me in there again. Their police were gonna show up and arrest me and all that. So I, I mean, I was a kid then too. Yeah. That's kind of messed mm-hmm. up. I was just trying to fish, but I. It's not like you were doing drugs in there. I tried to go as much as I could. I, I'd go every day if I could have, but. I, I I wore my welcome out a few times as the same guy would be there and I'd actually go there and wait to see who was there and if it was some guys would let me fish and yeah. it was a full day it was a full pass and those are those days I destroyed them I mean it was unreal how many fish I would catch and uh, I did I did meet Kirk Cameron a lot he was one of the guys that walked around the lake a lot and that's funny because I his sister I used to work at a gas station later and that's he's coming there and get gas all the time so it's kind of funny that I didn't see any other stars mm-hmm. that I didn't recognize, but they they lived there. This just the houses around that lake were insane. That's probably how I got busted a lot too. <laughs> well, how'd you get to your first tournament from that? Who took you on that first the tournament? First tournament, it was uh, all on us. Um, back at the Fred Hall show, me and my mom went to it's a boat show, huge, mm-hmm. probably one of the biggest in the country, I'm sure. Uh, that and I cast. Uh, we went there every year, just to look at the tackle on the boats. Right. And, uh, and once I was a little older, and I think I was 14 or so, maybe going on 15, we actually bought a Ranger. Mm-hmm. But we weren't supposed to. I was wanting a bass tractor, just something to get me in a boat. I didn't, I wanted something, anything to get me on the water, you know? And uh, we ended up buying like a 363, which is like a 1710 with a VS and all that. Mm-hmm. And it had the cushions in the front. It's so lame. <laughs> what color I, was it? I didn't think it was lame, though. No. It was uh, black, and it had silver in it, like a silver stripe. It was a pretty boat. Yeah. And uh, at, back then, you know, that's our. we didn't know anything about bass boats or fishing mm-hmm. at that point. And I remember going to Pyro with the guy at the dealership. When he took us out there, we were newbies at really newbies, and um, taught me all the tricks, you know, all the keel switch, and taught me how to use a boat. Uh I'm trying to remember his name. Roy Ha? No, not Roy Ha. 
Maybe I'll remember it in a minute. Yeah. I should remember. But he uh, took this out and kind of gave now that was it. Gave you the rundown. Yeah, the, like the trailer, how to put mm-hmm. it on, and everything. Yeah. everything. I, was like, I was like 14 or 15. And um, uh, actually, I think we caught a couple of fish that day. That was pretty neat. And then uh, from that point on, we, of course, it went all the time. Mm-hmm. My mom got the bug, too, when she was older. I got her into fishing probably when I was probably 8 or 10, mm-hmm. maybe 11-ish, around, around there somewhere. And uh, I used to fish the ocean, Malibu Pier. You probably seen that. It's got the little building on the end of it. So right. It used to be really good. I mean, I'm sure it still is. Mm-hmm. But you catch all kinds of fish off that thing. That's that's where I got her hooked on fishing. It was on the pier. So she was like 40. She was getting older, and then mm-hmm. she didn't, really didn't like fishing. And that then that saved me because I don't know what I would have done. My dad didn't really. He was too busy working all the time, and mm-hmm. and he didn't like fishing that much. Too slow for him. He's a <laughs> hiker, backpacker. That's all he did, and he ran too. So. My mom getting into fishing really maybe put me where I'm at today. So yeah. you got the boat, and when did you go to the my first tournament? Fish. My brother's fished. Uh, the first tournament was at Castaic, and it was probably just a few months after we got the boat. Really? Which you is win intimidating. It? Oh, dude. <laughs> I didn't know I had bass fish yet. I didn't have even all the lures yet and baits. I was just like I had a, like a Rebel Popper and like some probably spooks, a few spooks, topwaters, and I had very few, like almost no jigs. Didn't mm-hmm. have any plastics going yet. So I didn't know what I was doing. I, I fished mini jigs and little little weird stuff at that little lake. Those little lakes, that's right. like ponds. It's different. So, no, yeah. we got like, a, there was like 160 boats, I think, in that tournament. And that's 2,300-acre lake. Mm-hmm. So we had 160-something boats, I think, in that first one. Very intimidating being in that huge crowd. New boat, new driver. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we got like close to last, if I'm not mistaken. Somewhere down <laughs> at the <laughs> back. <laughs> But the, I think from that point on, we got the bug really bad for tournament fishing and started working hard at getting better. And um, we went a lot. We went after school. My mom would pick me up at school, take me to fish in the cast lake about 30 minutes away. And then on the weekends, of course, that's all we did is fish. That's so, awesome. So she got me out there and at a young age. And then uh, within a year, we were starting to get top. We moved way up. Mm-hmm. Started get, I started. I got good at bass fishing pretty quick. And um, I think the second year is when we really started to kind of pull away a little bit we actually got some i think we may have got aoi that year for the team circuit really so from that point on we were kind of then people stopped liking you liking you as much you see <laughs> yeah. some mother and son oh they're so cute <laughs> did All you guys have a boat. name for your dynamic duo no team martin mother and son yeah you heard team martins a lot and yeah mother and son we're only a mother and son out there for a long time a couple came and went and it was cool because mm-hmm. when you got another one they're just like no mothers and sons it's yeah. crazy it's all father and father and son father and daughter but you never see mother and son yeah no that's really cool so that was different and um we we had we won a lot of tournaments together had a lot of aois and you know a little team tournament mm-hmm. at the end of the year you know six or eight tournaments you get do you guys ever win a boat together Mm, that's a good question. I can't remember right. Uh, the Tri-States, the championship for some of those team tournaments would give a boat away. But I don't think me and my mom won one. Mm-hmm. Later, in, later in the career, like when I was like 17, 18, I got older like my daughter is now and started wanting to fish with friends. Yeah. That's sad. But I still mm-hmm. would fish my mom a lot. But I actually started team fishing. My mom had a partner. She, had, she got a partner too. So we actually kind of got away from each other a little bit, but I was fishing a lot. I was old enough to drive by myself and all that. So I actually started, I had, I had a lot of friends that fished over over the few years I fished. You meet a lot of cool people out there. So I had um, actually started fishing with some of them mm-hmm. and actually two two different partners a year and two different circuits, stuff like that. But I fished all the time. And then me and my uh, friend finally won one of those tri-states, which is like a fully loaded ranger back then, which, you know, 30, 30-something grand for it. Oh, yeah. 
So did you let your mom have the uh, old boat and you take the new one, or did you guys uh, end up selling it? That old boat? Yeah. I used it till it fell apart. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I got rid of the cushions in the front. That was like the first thing I did actually a few years. Like, and not even the next year, I think I get rid of the you cushions. Got rid of them. <laughs> Dude, those are rough. They get in the way. And then uh, I didn't, never used a seat from that. I never have used a seat since. I, that, when I first got that boat, I was all about just staying in the front. But I don't think I hardly used a seat ever since. Hmm. My whole career, is, I, I don't like seats. Yeah. Try so, to fight it. But uh, yeah, then after that, just... You know, 21, I'll skip all the long stuff in between, but uh, got some seconds in that stinky open. I think that was a hard one to win, I'll tell you. The Western I, Open? Yeah, I got mm-hmm. really close, a couple of close calls, and then I had to come out come out east before I could even win one. So it's a hard tournament to win, too. But I ended up, uh, I worked at a gas station when I was 20, yeah, from like 19 to 21. And I worked at a tackle store. I also did deck canning. I deck canned for a couple of years on an ocean boat at really? Ventura. So I did a lot of charters and stuff, flayed fish, cleaned the boats, got there really early, three, you know, two, three in the morning, mm-hmm. get the boat ready, and anywhere from 30 to 50 people on the boat. So it was, it so it was, was one it was, of the party boat yeah. kind of so deals? Yeah, so you got tips, and you made pretty good money, but I did that, so I was fishing. I, yeah. mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if I wanted to be a professional angler at that time or or own an ocean boat. So I thought mm-hmm. a six-pack boat or, or a charter boat, like that would be a lot of fun. How but many I, clients hooked you in the hand? Mm, on the ocean boat or yeah. or guy because I guided freshwater for a long time. Now, too. when you were on that big party boat and you got oh, people dude, who don't fish a lot, I was good at ducking. Were you? <laughs> the worst thing that happened, happened to me. We had gotten some really bad seas a few times where I thought we were going to sink. And I was older, so I was mm-hmm. kind of smart about that. And uh, I also got my hands wrapped around. It was a sixty-five ton boat. I think it was a whole big enough to hold. I think it was more than that. It was a big boat. Mm-hmm. It was like a sixty-five footer. But I got my hand rolled around the anchor line in the front. Ooh. Oh, I used to man. set the anchor in my hand. I don't know what, how I did that, but it went around. I had a double wrap on it. I was letting the boat slide, get slack out to slide back, to let the boat get back mm-hmm. where we needed to be. The captain would tell you. And somehow it had a lot of tension on it. You know, it, was, it was straight. The anchor line was straight. It was tons of pressure on it. My hands got wrapped around it. It went around the pulley oh, in the man. front, and, I, and it smashed my hands flat. I think I still have damage from it, but... It, that was towards the end of my uh, uh, decking career because I was after that. It, it's I was like, this is yeah. It was a hard job too. Yeah. It was like I wanted to fish. I, at that point, I was really wanting to freshwater fish. But I got a gas station job when I was after that, and mm-hmm. I as I got got their openings. I opened it in the morning, full serve Unical over close to where I grew up in the like West Hills area, and then I could get a golf at like one or two. So that give in the summertime, they give you five, six, seven hours. Oh, yeah, plenty of time. And they close all, if you guys don't know, they close almost all the lakes in California, Southern Cal, sunset. Huh. So you lose a half hour of the best time of the day Dang. in the afternoon. And and uh, you have to be out the water. You can't night fish. So yeah, I was going to say, no night they fish. They had special days. They had special nights a couple times a year, and those were really good. What was the, What's the reasoning behind closing them half hour before sunset? They still do it. It costs 30 bucks to get in the lake, too. Um I was just there a few weeks ago. Uh, I don't know. Safety, maybe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is close to L.A. Yeah. <laughs> there may be some bodies want, at the bottom of that. You want, you want people out there at night? <laughs> yeah. Did you ever get held up at the gas station? Anybody ever try to rob it? No. never. Oh, that that gas station? No, it was pretty. I don't. I had, I had a lot of accidents. I got to see mm-hmm. like three or four really bad ones. Just, you know, I was full serve, so I was outside a lot. Right. And um, saw some horrific accidents, but that was about it. So at what point did you decide you needed to move down? No stick-ups. <laughs> give me the twenty. Uh, oh, my quick story on that moving out east was uh, <clears throat> I had a lot of friends that played a lot of tricks all the time in California, and some of them are in the industry today. And like Mercury, uh, Brian, uh, Kevin Lenningham, he's one of the guys that works for Mercury, and uh, they always joked that they call me all the time on the phone <laughs> and joked around. 
anyways, I, I needed a break to come out east because that's one of the hardest part is you, if you mess up, you're probably not going to be able to do it. So you're going to spend all your funds and you're not mm-hmm. going to, and it's going to take a lot of funds to make it. That's the hardest part. And I didn't have a sponsor. So I had, you know, I had Roboworm since I was 15 years old, <clears throat> but that day they're not going to pay my entry fees, right. <laughs> especially back then. So I needed a break and I knew I needed a break. So uh, my friend, uh, well, uh, this guy called me uh, one day, and we actually bought a house out there, just fishing the West Coast tournaments. I, I won quite a few, you know, thirty thousand here, forty thousand here. I won a lot of options, the yeah, option monies and stuff. But I actually was making close to hundred grand off small tournaments a year, and uh, but not enough to. I I didn't have a job. I was fishing at mm-hmm. that point, and guiding, guiding, guiding was a good source of money. But once you leave to further go fish the East Coast, you're you're just fishing, right? Spending money. Mm-hmm. So I had a guy call me, and I thought it was a joke. To make a long story short, this guy tossed me for like five minutes. Says he's got a, he's looking for a, a West Coast guy. Wants to start a, 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 a like a, like a group of guys, sponsor a group of guys. And I was one of the ones that came up, and uh, it was Crown Royal. I remember hearing this. John John Cruz called me. Mm-hmm. John Curry, sorry, John Curry, I'm confused. John Curry called me, and I was like, nah. I, I was like, kind of just being real short with him, like, yeah, kind of rude. I thought, yeah, like somebody <laughs> screw him here. Right so now. I trying to tell who this was, but yeah, is it? And my wife was there, and I was like, I was shaking my head. I'm like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> so he finishes up, and I'll be in touch with you. And then okay, and I hung up with him, and just a few minutes later, he called back, and I was like talking to my wife in between, and I was like. He's like, yeah, I, I had a feeling that you thought maybe this was like a joke call, or but this is no. I'm John Curry from Atlanta, Georgia, and he said some other stuff, and I was like, for real? <laughs> <laughs> so that was a, a real, you know, a boat, a truck, yeah, and fully wrapped. I think, it, if I'm not mistaken, it was the first vinyl wrap. But I don't want to say that, but I think it was. It was the first. Mm-hmm. He was the first one to introduce the vinyl wraps to the full rig. At then it was just a. a a boat. I mm-hmm. think we put a sticker on the boat first, so we're still doing it like everybody else. But then a, a year later, or so we started doing yeah. the vinyl wraps. But that was a full rig, man. A suburban and a mm-hmm. and a five twenty Ranger. Sorry, I don't know if you guys are around yet. <laughs> no, I remember the crown. You still have the crown royal jersey. I still have all my jerseys from every year. I, I give them. I got like a like four or five big containers full of jerseys. And I, I try to give, I try to give away a lot of them because I have mm-hmm. a lot of doubles and triples and quadruples, but uh, I try to save, I'm going to try to save a jersey from each year because it's interesting to watch because we had shirts yeah. with buttons with patches on them. And yeah. Do you ever really, have a vest? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who didn't have a vest in case you didn't have your shirt got stained or messed up by blood, <laughs> on, fish blood on or something. Did you, you have like the 10-pound club patch and the 12-pound no, club? I don't think so. Well, we had them in Georgia, but it was like four and six and eight pounds. Like we didn't have anything over ten. But that was the break. That was it. It yeah. was. I was very fortunate, very blessed to have that because uh, I didn't drink either. So uh, it was incredible. I was actually uh, how old was I? I quit my job when I was twenty-one. I guess I want to say I, was, I must. I forget how old I was then. Twenty-four, twenty-five, maybe twenty-three. Had to be drinking age, I guess, to be. I quit my job at twenty-one, team. and I. I wasn't 21 when I got the sponsor. I forget. It's it goes by. I'm 47 mm. now, so it's getting to the point now. Where I can't remember that far back. <laughs> I'd like to see all those jerseys laid out. You need to do a picture one day and like I start the first one oh, and man, just like how many is that? That'd be pretty cool. That'd be cool. 27 of them or something. Because I had jerseys before I had 
was professional. I had mm-hmm. shirts that were, you know, for the team tournaments. Yeah. With Robo or Mom and just a single, like, three sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we have. I just wear a finger. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah. Robo Worms, I think Gamagatsu came on pretty early. I've been with Mercury. I've used a Mercury my whole my whole career. So I'm I I'm that new motors, mm-hmm. it's it's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I've been with I've watched the I mean I car remember the old carburetor engines. Mm-hmm. I still see them out there on the lake. I, when you fish a team tournament, and I'm, and I'm sure you've seen it with your daughter's high school fishing that you captain sometimes, there's always that there's one always EFI. That's and smoking you know, the whole area. And you can smell it, but like you don't feel like a tournament starts so you get that good smell of just carbonated. All the kids have to experience what yeah. that's like. <laughs> they, do. they need to have just a, a designated EFI guy at every trail. Like he just needs to fire up his motor. fog barrier sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I've had noticed that. I did, I did it at high schools with my daughter. It's mm-hmm. pretty fun. Yeah. Has that been, she and Ben join it? Yeah, I've done, I do them, and she has a girl partner from her school, and they, they fish together, and it's me and her other, the dad of the other, other girl, and mm-hmm. they, they, we share captaining, and then uh, my friend, my one of my sponsors from, lives in South Georgia, fishes you follow, and he took those, the girls out for that, and they won last year. They won. Really? They won Is that the first uh, girl Women, duo? I'm not sure. I heard it was, but I'm, I don't want to, I'm not, it's not confirmed. I've heard somebody We're going to confirm it right now. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and just that. say, yeah. Yeah, it but, might be. It might but, be a first girl. That's team. awesome. Yeah. Has she ever shook off dad's advice? She's like, man, dad, yeah. get off. Well, man. now, not usually, and not in the past, but I was expecting it. Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting it earlier than it happened, but yeah. definitely 16 is an interesting age. Um, that's when they I'm think they can. That's it. when they think they can move out and do well, it. Yeah, they, yeah at that age, you think you know everything. You can't tell them anything. No, Mm-mm. nothing. Could they tell you anything at 16? Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty smart. That's what actually. everybody says when they get older. <laughs> they're they're uh, she's very book smart. Yeah, she gets excellent grades. And uh, this is an interesting part is the last couple of years she wants to be like an investigator, so she doesn't have to go through the the academy and be a police officer. Really? And I was hoping she's she's an artist. She's really good at art, and she's got lots of animals and critters. Not animals, but critters. Like uh, I've heard she's a rep. She's got yeah, reptiles. Yeah, she right? a lizard and uh, three snakes and Oof. like. Five tarantulas, and she has scorpion, but her friend knocked the hand and it hit the floor and died two days later. Which is sad, but she's got these tarantulas. She's raised from like the size of a pea or smaller. How big did they get? Some are already three inches across. Good They're already man. like that. Huh. And she's got one that I didn't know she got. It's actually a old world spider. Some people probably know what that is. It's kind of a dangerous one, so I don't know why it's in my house. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the most aggressive one, and it's the spookiest looking one. Like you, it's like if you had them all lined up, I'd pick up all the other ones, but I would definitely that wouldn't touch that one. It's like pissed off all the time. Right, what's the correct way to pick up a tarantula? Actually, she grabs them and stuff. You, you just, just grab them on the back. You and can, or she just shoes them on her hand. Mm-hmm. They're actually really docile. You can you can yeah. tell when you're around them a lot that they're that's just getting them out of the, their containers, which is kind of tricky sometimes you gotta coax them out like it's you play it's a bug mm-hmm. and they follow it out and you get them to the edge and you kind of shoot them off into your hand what kind of snakes so does you're she kind have? of holding food in front of them and then you're putting them in your hand yeah what kind of snakes does she have she's got two uh hognose snakes which are actually really really cool and then she's got a ball python a male ball python so he's about three and a half feet now he's got she's got them all real small and raised mm-hmm. them so she got them the right way she got them a little tiny baby so they're healthy and raised right i'm out on snakes how many the, times the, oh. does she oh, ever has she ever been bit uh, no, I mean the hognose are they're supposed to be slightly venomous. They have rear fangs, so they're not they're not really it's not a, a bad bite if you mm-hmm. get by them. But they're like a frog snake. Mm-hmm. But they're the coolest snakes she has. They, well, the python's cool too. But they're like a, they look just like a rattlesnake, but they have a huh. snub nose on them. They're hmm. actually really neat snake. They don't get real big, but they're they're they they bite at you when you put your hand there. They're kind of like. 
they oh. still even if you hold them out, they're still a striker. Yeah, the ball, the ball python, you can just grab it. It's, really, it's pretty. Docile. We went to the Chattanooga Zoo um, not too long ago with my kids, and they had a komodo dragon in there. Sucker's so big. Is it a big like, one? It's impressive. I've it never seen it. Big. I don't know if I've ever seen a big komodo. Just it was TV. probably nine or ten feet long, oh, maybe yeah. more. It was. Yeah. It was big. Mm. The sawbrain had little things showing. So they're, they're, yeah, isn't it like the venom part is their like it's saliva infection? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have like Ugh. a bunch of bacteria in their big old mouth. sucker. Has have any snakes come up missing at your house? No, not yet. Dude, spiders. I'm not worried about snakes. I'm worried about spiders come up. Oh. That old world spider has disappeared. We're gonna have to find it. That that <laughs> one causes tissue, tissue damage or possible oh, wow. paralysis or something. It's not a good spider to get. But why is it in my house? I just remind. <laughs> I'm myself. just about to ask why do you? It's have the biggest. It, it grew the fastest. It's the biggest one. <laughs> Uh, and she opens a jar up and it runs to the top. It's like, uh, and it's already big. It's already like, it's like three, next four day she's at school. You may want to let that thing just go. I know, <laughs> somewhere way away. Yeah, make your own uh, spider lure out of it. Yeah, I wouldn't even get near it. I mean, I do. I watch it eat and stuff. It's pretty yeah. cool. I watch her feed. She actually raises the, the food for him. It's kind of neat. She has yeah. got a, they call them roaches. They're not like a cockroach. They're like mm -hmm. a, a different kind of roach. But she raises them. It's got. A, Containers and they have lots of little babies and she feeds them and feeds them and they get bigger bigger fast and then she feeds her spiders them. That's pretty. That's neat. cool. So Does Spencer do any? Uh, your son do any fishing? Besides video games, uh, no, he's a gamer. He mm -hmm. he he. We came in. Uh, he's been playing soccer like last year. Now he's uh, getting old enough that he can go on the cross country team soon. So he's me running, I think. But what's his he, favorite game? Besides video games? No, what is it? <laughs> he, he loves video games. I, like I try to get him away. Anything, really, any any game you play with him, he likes it. Soccer, baseball, mm -hmm. football. He'll throw the football, throw his beat. Is he a Call of Duty kid? I think he'd be good. Uh, Fortnite. Fortnite? Terrible. You sit there and play with him? I play with him. I get killed every time. <laughs> I don't know how kids he's, do it. He's, like, so much better than I am. I mean, we, we verse each other, and yeah. he just destroys me. He has to, like, <laughs> not use a gun. I can use a gun. In order for me to get him. And I, I used to play games a lot, but... Yeah, like, they're so good nowadays. That's crazy. So I try to get away from that as much as I can. So he, you know, he like if I tell him to go, let's go for a hike or something. Or mm -hmm. Usually it's like a run. It's not a hike for me. I like to run. So he he runs with me. So he's he's really fit actually for not yeah really doing much right now. But he's yeah. I think I'll, I think cool. cross country is me his deal. He just got braces two days ago, so I feel for him right now. Oh, he's probably hurting right now. He didn't sleep at all the night before last. So I feel mm -hmm. I know what that's. I like. remember I, that I had, first set of braces. It hurts. Oh, it's the worst, man. Getting used can't to can't eat. Can't, mm. Mm. That's what makes him mad. He does eat a lot. He's growing. Mm -hmm. Twelve years old. And I, why they put kids in braces at twelve? That's in that one. Never is, got him. Isn't that really? When, I had him twice. Is that when you grow your most? Yeah. Twelve to like sixteen. When I you're guess born? your teeth stop growing. I don't know. I don't know. Wrestling? Yeah, you get older and your palate hardens mm -hmm. and you can't move your teeth as easy. Russ Lane said he grew three inches after high school, so I don't know. Yeah. You want to know a fun fact? What's one part of your body that never grows from the time you're born to the time you die? Your eyes. I already told you that one. Dang it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's your crazy. skull just opens up more, so the eyes are always there. That's why your eyes are bigger. They look bigger than mm -hmm. baby. Yeah. Yeah. So I that's a fun that. fact. Yeah. Well, she, I know you got to get out of here to wrap, so we want to put you, uh, we call it our hot seat. Got to tell the truth. Quick answer. And Brian's going to start us off. All right. Tennis shoes or flip-flops? No shoes? Oh, there, right. we can go no shoes. Yeah. Cats or dogs? Ooh. Ooh, that's a, that's a hard <laughs> one. I have a cat. Uh, if I was going to choose one, though, yeah, you gotta pick a one. dog. Dog. All right. Favorite movie? Oh, I always say Braveheart, but there's so many new ones. I can't remember the names of them, though. Yeah. That's one of them, though. Burritos or tacos? Taco. I like tacos better, too. <laughs> oh, man. Doritos, blue bag or red bag? 
None. None? I don't eat that stuff anymore at all. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I gave it up, especially I'm getting close to 50. You got kids. They may You may sneak a chip. No, I don't. No. Nope. There's Oreos and everything in my house. I just go right. I told my wife to throw it away, but she won't. <laughs> Steak or uh, seafood? Oh, gosh, dang. That's a good question. Is I like to love <laughs> them both. Oh, man. Like any kind of fish or stuff? And, yeah. Oh, I have to say seafood. First phone call when you get back in the truck? My wife. Is your, um, what, did you rather camp or would you rather stay in a hotel? Dude, duh. Camp? Camp. Okay. <laughs> Just checking me on that one. All right, one rod, a casting rod or spinning rod? Ooh. Throughout the whole season? Yep. Oh, that's a terrible answer. I've had that one before, too. Um, that'd be horrible. What a horrifying thought about that. Uh, I'd, I'd have to think for an hour on that one. Um, oh, gosh. I don't want to say. Could you change the line on it? Yeah. Baitcaster. I knew it would be like, you'd like to crank. People don't yeah, take you for much of a cranker. Crank, you... Cranking would be hard on a spinning rod. Mm-hmm. Throwing a spinner bait and a, a bladed jig, I'd, I'd be real tough. Yeah. Now, I don't want to blow you away. One bait for the rest of your life. Oh, dang. Pro Shock Blade. Really? The new one. Yeah. What color? Fish anywhere on it. Uh, probably Green Gizzard. Green Gizzard, Chad. What's your go-to search bait? That's one of them. All right. Uh, uh, crankbait probably over the year, over the time is probably the way you throw the most. If you're going to Gunnersville tomorrow, what are five rods you'd have on your deck? A bladed jig, uh, something for throwing a lipless, which is uh, I throw the Riala stuff. I can say that right. Oh, it's so <laughs> good. the new ones are so good. The vibration baits. Um, oh man, that's all you need. Uh, probably spinner bait, crankbait. One more. Mm-hmm. Swim jig. Did I, did I lose? Did I miss something? No, no, that's, that's perfect. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to go Saturday, so <laughs> I was just that was selfish, but <laughs> yeah. Best color lipless for right now. Uh, obviously red, 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 red and black. Yeah, red. Thank God I sold on mine. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Waiting on you there, big fella. Ah, uh, hat or visor? Oh, I had to wear a hat. I'm going thin on top. Got to keep it covered up. Are you? Oh, yeah, dude. My kids make fun of me all. They call me baldy constantly. It's like nonstop. <laughs> they don't. Do they call it like to your face? Yeah. They just, Dang. They it's better than behind his back. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's true. Yeah, you don't want to say that behind your back. No. Yeah. They're not there. That's all right when you're there. Um, do you peg Texas rig or unpeg your Texas rig? I use rig? A pe- uh, one of those little stoppers on the yeah, line, like a peg- barber stop. Most of the time. Most of the most time. time. Yeah, 80, you say 80% of the time? 85. 85. That's good. That's good enough for me. I'm going to peg. Tungsten or lead? Tungsten. Smaller. Do you think color of the tungsten matters? Uh, sometimes. Uh, like in flipping a big weight, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a nickel one or black or, or green. I mean, mainly the flash sometimes seems to help. So having a shiny one sometimes does seem to get a reaction. When they're on shad mm-hmm. or certain. We had someone else tell us that. We're not that weird fun. The water is real cold. It gets real cold on you. It's mm-hmm. a rea- it, gets, it creates more of a reaction strike. Yeah. Yeah. What's your last one, Brian? I got two, so I'm going to do this, and you roll yours, I'll go to the back right. one. So would you rather read a book or listen to an audio book? I listen to audios. I, won't, I don't have time to read. When I'm, it's the only time I have time is when I'm driving. Yeah. So I can listen to it, which I have listened to the Bible a couple of times, which is kind of cool, actually. How long does that take to listen to? A long time. But I don't know. At least an hour. I forget how many hours. But do you start with Genesis, or do you just jump around? I started where it started me, and I, it, <laughs> I got confused because it started me somewhere else the second time. It's like it's all new. It's, it's just so we, much. We've got an app. Our church has an app to where you can listen to it. It's about 10 to 15 minutes every day, and it goes chronological. 
Really, all so the way through? All cool. the way through. That's very Indeed. cool. I like that. Yeah. It was just like they had a schedule. So it's hard yeah. to listen to, like mm-hmm. two hours at a time. Yep. Well, do you rather run in silence or do you listen to music? Ooh, uh, that's my break away from everything. I, I do like little music most of the time. Mm-hmm. What do you listen to? Mm, I have like a large variety of music. I do like chill, but... Chill. I have, it, it's like it's just like, like the genre chill. I hear it all the time, like the gym, like the workout music. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's chill or, but I'm at our gym. I go to it plays. They play a lot of it, so it's like workout music. It's a high pace, like upbeat kind of. Yeah, stuff. and then yeah. Uh, so it's not chill. And then um, I got rock and roll in there too. Mm-hmm. But I'm a kind of a '70s '80s guy. I'm, yeah, I'm terrible. Favorite the new rock's too crazy. Yeah, who's your favorite '80s band or '70s? Uh, '70s probably. Uh, was Queen? Queen was seventies, right? I like Queen a lot. Rush, Led Zeppelin, they're all good. Yeah. Neil Peart, Aerosmith, greatest drummer of all time. Aerosmith, and in the eighties, probably it was Metallica. I guess eighties, nineties. Right, How now, crazy is it that Aerosmith didn't have that number one hit until the Armageddon? I know. Dagum, what was that song? I know that was a great song. But they had so many songs. I can't remember and names of songs, or mm. but I liked a lot of old music. I listen to a lot of new music too. So What's like, the best concert you've ever been to? Uh, I've been to like three my whole life. Stain really? and Corn. Which was a long time ago when I was headbanger. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, I don't know if I ever, oh, I went to No Doubt in Santa Barbara with my wife. She went to see No Doubt. Uh, maybe another one. And I went to see Metallica last year in Birmingham. That was probably my best one. Yeah. Because of a day rock. Mm-hmm. That was, was a good still, one. Yeah, it was really good. Last, last question I've got Who's the better host, me or Tim? No, oh, you're 50 50. I, I couldn't, I honestly couldn't pick. <laughs> you guys are both good at it. I just, I'm sitting there trying to picture him at a corn concert. Corn and stain. That was yeah. Stain was awesome. I like stain better than mm-hmm. corn. What about the corn limp biscuit? And I didn't duos. smoke weed, and, and it was all around me. Did you, did you dig the, whole, the limp oh, biscuit? Oh, I'm sure it was. The whole place was yeah. smoky with oh, it. Oh, yeah. I guarantee it. That's so like got, going to a Tom Petty concert. It might man. be the first time I got high was that, no. that concert just from sitting there. Go but to the Jimmy Buffett concert. Stain, yeah, stain, you, was, no, stain was awesome. Was Tom it? Petty, son. It, it's Never saw Tom Petty. There's a lot of, it's groups, I, there's a lot of groups I'd like to see that I never did, but... I wish I could have seen Led Zeppelin. Jimi Hendrix. Yep, I would have yep. loved Zeppelin to see Jimi Hendrix. Mm-hmm. I like Queen, even though he's weird, but Queen was Have you seen that Queen documentary awesome. yet? I want to see it. I've heard the it's Bohemian really good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it good? It's a great movie. That's that's an incredible movie. Def- really definitely you must watch it. Is it? Not with your kids, though. Oh. Yeah. Probably not. I, I, unless yeah. you're like, my daughter is probably old enough now, but not my 12-year-old. Have you seen the Motley Crue documentary? Like, it's like a, yeah. not the actual documentary, but it it's a like. Show. It was a show. It was a movie. It, right? Yeah, Netflix. Clinton's or, talked about it. He, he told me I should watch it, but yeah. not with the kids. I think I did see that one. That was pretty good. Yeah. That's some crazy times. It's amazing any of those folks are, have lived as long as I've been as they binge have. watching Blacklist. <laughs> Blacklist? <laughs> yeah. I've been binge I haven't watching seen Blacklist. It. It's good. Yeah, my, my wife watches that. You seen yeah. Yellowstone yet? The yeah. show, yeah, that was with, good. Uh, that Kevin Costner can't wait for that. It's like Sopranos. I like but the Blue like, Planets. I like the Blue Planets the universe, awesome. universes, especially now they have new telescopes. It's pretty. one of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. So I don't get to watch that much TV. So when I come in. I, I like lately this time of year. I don't get to watch any hardly. Right. Yeah. I like to keep up on the news a little bit too. Yeah. What, what do you on. listen to on a long ride? Is it audiobooks or music? Like if you're driving Every, from I, here, I have different. I mean, I mm-hmm. I do a lot of phone calls. You guys should call me sometime. And then uh. But yeah, I, I, sometimes I go silent. Sometimes even sometimes you yeah. just get tired of noise. Yeah. But uh, uh, I I balance between news and and talk radio mm-hmm. and uh, and music. I get depressed. I go to the news. It is. But I just feel like there's no. You gotta <laughs> pray about it. And mm-hmm. You can't. I mean, you got. I'd like to stay in touch. What's happening? Yeah. You you gotta have self awareness and yeah, sense I, of knowledge. I, to I don't know what's going on for a couple of days, and yeah. I, really, I get really curious. I want to see what's happening. You like to read the newspaper? There's a lot of stuff happening right now. There is. Uh, when it's around, like yeah. if I see one, I'll read it. 
USA Today. I don't get paper. one on my campsite, though. Really? No, I really can't. <laughs> I mean, I'll get papers at our house. I'm going to find out what campsite you are. I'm going to have, like, the USA Today delivered <laughs> for you. <laughs> Just oh, for a this week. This is a quick, funny story I'll say real fast. My, I'm a Shimano now, or Shimano. I've been with Shimano, but I'm with Loomis now. And uh, mm-hmm. I met all the people in South Carolina. And and we ate, we ate, we stayed together for, like, three days at his cabin down there. At, at a really nice place. Had cabins everywhere. And mm-hmm. we got the somebody was cooking meals for us, lunches. And I peppered everything. I brought cayenne pepper with me, and I put it on everything, which I said I do. So uh, Blaine from Shimano thought it'd be funny and sent me uh, a 25-pound box of cayenne pepper. <laughs> 25 pounds. Where did he buy that? That was the weirdest gag gift or thing I've ever got in the mail. But it useful. Was a, it was in a box. It was yeah. in a double box, and it was like... So we've got a challenge. We're going to have to come up with a better one It felt than that. weird. I can't tell you how it felt when I was shaking. I'm like, what is this? It was like powder, like the finest powder. He said he got the finest grade cayenne pepper you could find. I actually researched it and got... Does it go it, bad? Oh, it's going to. I'm at the jar or something. Yeah. Yeah. But it was super hot. I know that. I, stuck my, I was like, after a while, I could smell the pepper. I'm like, is this all pepper? And I like touched a little bit of my tongue. It was really hot. How long is it going to last you? That's a lifetime supply, you I think? imagine. Yeah. I go through a jar like a, every couple of weeks, but that's like so many jars. That's like hundreds and hundreds of jars. That's crazy. So I'm going to send it off to my friends and, and like probably mason jars. Put your own my name brother. on it, like Aaron's Magic. Yeah, label it up. Yeah. <laughs> Call it Aaron's Magic Cayenne Pepper. <laughs> Make your own cayenne. Little little side business. Oh, I've had ideas about that for real, actually. <laughs> certain certain foods that are really good with cayenne, nobody has done yet. The cayenne's good in almost everything, except for salad and vegetables. I wouldn't yeah. do it on that. Mm. I like it in hot chocolate. Yeah, see, yeah. hot chocolate's good. I do yeah. a lot. I've seen it in chocolate bars, like yeah. some Swiss chocolate bars. Brownies, mm-hmm. it's good and everything. Yeah. We, oh, we had those cookies at our Christmas party. Oh, yeah. Um, the they ginger, were like my wife's, my, wife's, my wife sent those. Uh, we didn't get any of those then. Someone someone stole those out of the mail. We never got to try them. Those weren't my wife's? She made, that's what she sent my sponsors. Were they like a, like a cayenne ginger snap? Uh-huh. It may have she been did, she did, oh, she did ginger snap. She sent them to Gary? Yeah. 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 Okay. So that's what they were. Yeah. They're awesome. I told her to do it a little hotter, but she wouldn't yeah. listen to me. They were hot. They were. They were hot. See, but they were good. To me, I can't taste it. So really? they, 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 I, I eat too much of it. But they it's a cool. Bad. It was a cool yeah. flavor combo, though. Like it was really good. They mm-hmm. were soft in the middle too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you she's didn't a, get the pepper till the end. She's like the uh, such a cook. She's become. I taught her how. To, she didn't know how to cook when I met her, but I taught her how the basics and everything. I, I used to cook all the meals. Now mm-hmm. she cooks everything. She's turning to be like a chef. She. That's awesome. Cooks like outrageous like dinners and like really healthy but delicious. Sent me to buy go to a fancy restaurant. I mean, we don't even go out to eat anymore. Why? Because mm-hmm. it's, not, it's good. not as good. Oh, yes, yeah. We talked about that last week. It's like you go out and it's not as good as what you can make. So yeah. she's turned to a, but she does desserts and those were good. They had a gin, you got the ginger taste and then it like yeah, took those, a second and then you got the pepper. Those were good. And she did some snickerdoodles like that too, which are really good. Mm-hmm. So those are my favorite. Friday night, we'll be down at his house. We're eating dinner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Leeds isn't that far. No, no, no. It's not that bad. Is Joe, Logan Martin still down? Uh, most likely, it's. I mean, think they'd say it's to work on DOS, but it's mainly flood control. I'm sure for mm-hmm. this time of year. Yeah, flood control. But it's easier to catch when it's down too. Yeah, yeah. They're they're biting. It took 24 pounds last weekend. This last weekend to win. They're 24 at Logan. That's do you fish cool. any? Mm-hmm. Do you fish any wildcatters at all in your home? No, I tried and they wouldn't let me. The few I tried, I yeah. heard there's a couple that I can fish, but they wouldn't let me. My dog. I never fished a term with my my daughter or yeah. my son. Uh, That'd be cool. Alabama Bass Trail's got one next year. Okay. That uh, it's the top 100. Yeah. And a pro can fish it. Like one of the partners can mm. be a pro. Um, and it's a tournament in January, June, and November. Only in, it's like a Gunnersville, 
January, June, November. Okay, Look, I'll remember that. Forget all that. I'll just we'll go on record right now. If you want to bring your son or your daughter, you come up to a Wednesday nighter on Tim's. We'll go with you. They won't tell you no. Brandon, Brandon still comes over and fishes them a lot. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can fish the Phoenix employee when we do during the summer, too. Yeah, that'd be fun. I could do that, possibly, yeah. If you're ever driving through. Mm-hmm. Well, we've taken up a ton of your time, so we do appreciate you doing this with us, and uh, good luck next year. Are we going to see you uh, in Birmingham? Yep, I'll be there. You going to run down? Nah, too Dude, far. 90 you, miles. You 90 miles. From, from your house? Yeah, about 87 or something. Like oh, a, no, no, from no, Leeds no, to... Yeah, Leeds to the yeah. convention centers. I mean, to, to Gunnersville to see it. Um, no, it's not far. It's like 15 miles. Yeah, man. Dude, that'd, that'd be, be like a warm-up. That'd be cool. No, I did a half. I did a half in Birmingham. We'll be standing horrible. outside with a banner and everything. You can run the, through the it. half. The half marathon, but uh, then then Birmingham's very hilly. It's got yeah. some really big hills in it. Birmingham's got some hills. That's that'd be that's what the half. That's what, what the half. Like goes. up through Vestavia. Yeah, and all that. the half yeah. goes way up to the top of the ridge and back down. Was, that was miserable. But I did it. I did a lot of those halves. I I quit on the fools. I mm. did one full and that was enough for me. Would you ever do an Ironman, or have you? I'd like to, but yeah. I don't, I don't have time to train. There's no, no time. Not enough time. Fishermen too busy. No, when you're no, not enough time. How much more time you got on tackle? Hundred more hours probably. 100. Yeah, seventy five hundred wow. maybe. That's awesome. Seventy five to a hundred. Yeah. In my boat, I'd make yeah. my boat all like. Is that going to be more, more time on top of that? Oh yeah, it's two, yeah. it's at least two days, three to three three days probably. Getting it already. I do the compartments. I've mm-hmm. done some videos on, it, but it's nice. Yeah. Hang my baits from it. Mm-hmm. Put cushion everywhere. My pedal is done. I saw that picture of your pedal. Yeah, I do a lot of little things. Maybe we'll come out of the Amart package. Then we're going to talk about it. So think about it. <laughs> Gary, you out there listening? <laughs> he prob- he's probably outside this room right now. He's he might be. He's real quiet. Mm-hmm. Well, shoot, man, right. we'll let you get back to it. You got two hundred more hours to go. So yeah, hundred, hundred now. Probably. Well, I was adding the boat in there. Yeah, close to it. Yeah. yeah. Well, right, good man. luck, man. Thanks. Thank you. See you. Take it easy.